Hello, and welcome to our second episode of Hornets Now, a podcast made by the students at St. Thomas the Apostle Catholic School. A virtual we are working on is gratitude. Gratitude means the quality of being thankful, ready, readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. We are showing gratitude by making a gratitude chain to show the stuff that we are thankful for. Give thanks to the Lord. The Lord is for he is good. Most volleyball players jump about 300 times a match. It's time for the St. Thomas Sports Report. The 5th grade boys basketball team is 5 and 3. The 6th grade boys team is 1 and 8 but they're trying their best. And the 7th grade gold boys team is 7 and 2. The 7th grade boys green team is 7 and 2 and playing for a championship. And lastly, the 8th green the 8th grade team is 3 and 5. Girls basketball has started and all the teams have started out strong. Go tell the world about him. Did you know that a shrimp's head is its heart? Today we are interviewing Mr. Jerry Valdir, former NFL football player and lunch man extraordinaire. What teams did you play on? I started my career for the Oakland Raiders before they moved to Las Vegas. I played there for four years and then I signed with the Arizona Cardinals and played four years there. Was traded my fifth year to the Denver Broncos, played a year there and then retired and came out of retirement around Thanksgiving because I figured I could still help somebody out and wouldn't have to go through all the wears and tears and hardships of a full season and I was in relatively good shape still so uh, I got signed by Green Bay and was with them through the through the end of the season in the playoffs and then retired again only to have a my coach my offensive line coach from the Broncos reach out to me around uh, Christmas time saying that they uh, needed some help. So came out of retirement again, uh, played with the Colts a little bit, the very end of the season in the playoffs, and um, that pretty much concluded my career. Why did you stop playing? Um, Well, there was a few things that went into that decision. Uh, I think number one was the fact that my family was growing Uh, My kids were getting a little bit older to where it was harder to kind of move around a little bit more because we had made Grand Rapids our home base when I was before the season in Denver. So that kind of started the bouncing around from city to city. And uh, they were uh, ready to kind of start school and uh, kind of, you know, immerse themselves with their friends and all that stuff. And it was just hard to, to take them away from it. And it was becoming more and more difficult to kind of leave on the weekends to play games and be busy during the week. And then you throw in the physical wear and tear of a season. Um, I just had some kind of nagging chronic ailments. Um, my, my hip was like halfway bone on bone uh, that year in Denver. And that was really, that was my last full season. And uh, that was a pretty big grind to get through that whole year and uh, and still feel uh, decent afterward. And one of the things that I wanted to do kind of going into my whole NFL career was still have my health at the end of it. I wanted to be able to be active and 
uh, you know, play with my kids and go snowboarding and play basketball and, you know, all the fun things that, you know, I still was going to be able to do after football. Because it's hard to do that when you're playing in the NFL because you don't want to get hurt in a pickup game and they would... Uh, they would pee their pants if they knew you were snowboarding. Um, and when I say they, I mean like the coaches and the teams. Uh, so, you know, there's just things that I wanted to do after football, and I wanted to make sure I was still healthy enough to do those things. So factoring that in with uh, a growing family uh, made it an, an easy decision to be done. Do you miss playing football? Um, during this time of year when it's the playoffs and getting close to the Super Bowl, I, I miss that chance to win a Super Bowl a little bit because I never uh, made it to the Super Bowl, um, which then took away my chance to win a Super Bowl because you got to make it there first. Uh, I did make it to two NFC Championship games, which those are the games being played this weekend. Um, lost in both of those, so we got pretty close, one game away. Um, and that's really about the only part I missed. That and just being part of a team and having to, you know, work together and accomplish the goals. And, uh, you know, that was pretty fun. And that's something that I miss. But you find in life, you know, there's other teams you can, you know, kind of fit on. Even though it might not be called a team, you're still a part of it. And it still requires work and you have goals and you meet those goals. And you still have kind of that same good feeling that you do after a win. So, um, you know, all in all, I don't miss it too much. I certainly don't miss the way I... I felt after practices or games, um, and you know I'm, I'm happy with uh, my decision to be done. What position did you play? I played left tackle all through college and my first seven years in the NFL, and then was moved to right tackle um, for two years, and then ended up finishing back at left tackle when I was with the Colts. So I was, if any of you guys don't know what the tackle position does, um, they are the end of the offensive line. So if you're ever watching a football game, you'll see when they line up, there's all these guys next to each other right on the line of scrimmage, which is what you call the plane that the ball sits on. And so I was usually on the end of that plane unless there was a tight end next to me, which is a receiver uh, slash blocker who can kind of move around. So sometimes there'd be a guy next to me, sometimes there wouldn't be. But uh, really my biggest responsibility was to make sure that nobody hit the quarterback when he was trying to throw. I had to stay between my guy and the quarterback, give him time so he could throw to the receivers. Uh, why did you choose to be a lunch man? I've always liked to cook food. Um, I've always liked to eat food, okay? I, I, was much, I was much bigger when I played in the NFL. Not, I wasn't any taller, but I was probably about 70 pounds heavier. Um, and I always liked, I took nutrition pretty seriously. I was a biology major in college, and I, initially I wanted to go to college to become a doctor. So I took all the pre-med courses, and I was fascinated with um, really uh, sports performance and how that nutrition piece fit in there. Uh, I love the fact that I could get an edge on my opponents simply by eating different things to fuel my body and getting bigger and stronger and, and feeling better. So um, the heavier I got, the more difficult that became because to eat uh, food that's good for you in, in that large of amounts, you have to get creative. So you have to cook. Um, so I cooked a lot um, just to try to get all those calories and nutrients that I needed so I could be my best on the football field. And, you know, that was kind of one of the most fun parts of being an NFL football player is I was really uh, able to, you know, go to that 
end of the food spectrum of you got to eat, eat, eat. Um, sometimes it became tiresome, actually. Uh, you get a little worn out when you're, you know, having to eat good stuff all the time. And, you know, it wasn't always good stuff. You get towards the end of the NFL season, and it's about the only way you can maintain weight is by, you know, eating a cheeseburger and some pizza at least once a week. Um, but then you kind of readjust, get back into the, the, the really good clean eating in the off season, and, um, and go from there. But I've always really liked to cook. Um, my wife likes to cook as well, so we get to spend time in the kitchen together that way, and we enjoy the food, and uh, we like to travel and eat different kinds of you know new foods when we're traveling, and then kind of bring some of those uh, recipes and inspirations back with us and you know it's just one of those things that's always growing and uh, there's a little bit of an art aspect to it where you get to create something and uh, and then you get to enjoy it which makes it better than a painting for me because you get to actually taste it instead of just look at it. What are the kids favorite lunches that you make? Taco Tuesdays are usually our most popular day um, and the most popular Taco Tuesdays, either the, uh, the braised chicken tacos or the uh, grass-fed ground beef tacos that we do. They're, they're both really good. What's your favorite food to make? My favorite food to make? Oh, that's a good question. My favorite food to make, like honestly, if you ask me like what my favorite, like most fun thing to make, it goes hand in hand with my wife because she makes she makes part of it, uh, and she always says no when I try to do this because it requires a lot of work on her end and it's messy and she's a neat freak. Um, but uh, we got our hands on a like a pizza oven, like a brick oven that you maybe you've seen that where you know you have a fire in the corner and you put the pizza in or put whatever in. And to me, those are really fun because I get to number one make a fire that goes in the back. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there's just something about heating up a bunch of bricks and cooking that the way that people have cooked for thousands of years. I mean, the, those wood ovens have been used, you know, all the way back to, you know, before Jesus was even born. They're, they're pretty old, so it's a, it's, it's a nostalgic way of cooking. And then, to me, when you're making a pizza on that with fresh-made crust and ingredients, it tastes so good. You get a nice little crunch, but you still get some chew in the crust, and... It's, uh, it's a lot lighter tasting than, you know, getting pizza from uh, a local pizza place. And it's fun. You get to experiment. And uh, one of my favorite parts about that pizza night is always doing the, uh, the original test run to see if the oven's warm enough and everything's good. I just do like a loaf of bread at first with the crust and just put a bunch of uh, uh, Parmesan cheese and olive oil on it. And um, that way I know if we're good to go slash get my appetizer in. <laughs> Uh, but the, the reason we don't do that more often, number one, is because pizza is kind of a, a nice special treat. Um, but number two, uh, the kitchen's a disaster afterward. There's flour everywhere. There's, uh, you know, just ingredients everywhere. And the pizzas are smaller, so they're kind of coming off sporadically. It's hard to sit down and, and eat it all together. But I think it's the most fun to make. What's the hardest part about being a lunch man? The hardest part about being a lunch man is probably making sure you have everything that you need in your kitchen to, to be uh, proactive with your lunches for the week. Um, 
the last thing you want to do is have to run to the store the day of or realize you forgot something and have to go pick it up. Like, I like to cook. I don't like to go run to the grocery store 10 times a week. Um, so just making sure you, you have everything you need, and sometimes that's not even food. Sometimes it's, uh, you know, forks or napkins, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, just staying on top of all that, doing all that housekeeping uh, is a challenge for me because I like to cook and eat uh, and that's kind of the, the less fun side, but it's an important side because you have to have that stuff in order for everybody to have the meal. Thank you, Mr. Pelvier, for talking with us today. And thank you guys for having me. Honesty will improve your character just as handsome clothing will improve your appearance. There have been four or five quadruple rainbows. Thank you for listening to our second episode of Hornets Now. Have a blessed day.